and welcome to season three of episode two of Santini's Daily Dose podcast. Whether you're watching this on Spotify or um, Apple Podcast, you guys, I'm so glad you're here. You know, yesterday was a day of a bunch of um, unexpected events. Um, some of you guys know that sometimes we just have plans that we set throughout the day and they just get ruined. Um, with obstacles or other things that happen and I just want to pour out some wisdom with you right now um, that in those moments when we have obstacles in life of things that um, that just get in our way um, one thing the Holy Spirit continues to remind me is that he's keeping us safe from something in those moments you guys so it's just so cool to see God do that you guys and um, you know, we should just be able to feel like a child in those moments. So um, today, you guys, we're going to be talking about how to find peace in every season that you go through in your relationship with God. Um, I'm just going to swallow my gum. It's incredibly hard to talk while I have gum in my mouth. So you guys, um, the reason why I said that just now about obstacles is because yesterday I was planning on doing this message, but I just had things that came up and I just now um, got done getting this message done and now I'm ready to share it with you guys and uh, you know guys, this is probably going to be the most jam-packed message I've done so far and I'm so excited. Um, I want to say that... Um, the Lord's continued to help me to find peace in every season that I go through. And we're just going to break down. We're gonna, we got there's so much scripture we're going to break down. We're going to break down verses, context. Well, if you're taking notes, take notes. Um, and I, I, I want to understand, I want to, you know, I didn't write this in my notes, but if I'm going to wing it here, I guess the context of my message here would just be, um, uh, context would be really how to uh, I guess just uh, I guess it's just the message is what it was was how to find peace and um, there was a scripture in here that I am going to mention that I didn't write down but we'll get to that so we're going to open in prayer here you guys obviously and um, we'll jump right in so um, I want to share one bit of wisdom with you guys, and in Ecclesiastes, I think it's there, but it's somewhere in the Old Testament, it talks about how coming before the throne of God, we shouldn't just come up to God's throne and just start saying all these things, just like, blah, 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 blah. So let's go into a moment now. Of course, he wants to hear our hearts, and if we're in a lot of pain, and like, that's a whole different story, but... You guys, we, you guys, I just gave a message a few weeks ago about the fear of the Lord, and I don't want to sound legalistic, you guys. That I hope you know, you've heard on many other episodes of my podcast, I, I am not that Christian. Legalism will not get you into heaven. It will actually, um, uh, you won't be with God in the end if you are legalistic. You won't. Jesus said, many will say to me on, on the day of judgment that, did we not cast out demons in your name, or, you know, cast out devils, or prophesy or perform signs and wonders and Jesus is going to go I didn't know you and I think the word know in the Greek is um, have a relationship um, that's the definition of it I might be wrong on that but that's what I've heard so Father we 
come before your throne right now. I thank you for what you did, Papa, on the cross. We rest in you tonight, Lord. Father, show us that the only reason we're here on earth is to have a radical relationship with you. Father, put repentance back in our hearts. You know, it's so weird, guys. I'm super into the prophetic right now. I mean, I'm, I'm super into the prophetic, and right now I'm just seeing the color pink. If there's anyone listening and you've been looking for a word, I know pink in uh, the biblical definition of pink is right relationship. So I'm not sure if that's a word for anyone that's listening, but uh, if it is, just take it with you. I just keep seeing the color pink. And I just, I just heard new revelations. Father, I thank you that you're speaking to us right now that you're with us and that we can find such security in that. Lord, I pray this message would um, bring you honor and glory, um, that we would fear you tonight, Father, while knowing our identity in you and who we are under the blood of Christ. I thank you that we're in a new covenant. I thank you that that the prophet Isaiah said that you were satisfied at the cross, Father that those who remain under the blood, that the wrath abides outside of us. That your wrath was satisfied. Your wrath is satisfied for those who are under the blood. Father, I pray the wisdom that you're going to pour out in this message, Father, that it would um, point them to you and that everyone, Father, you would help them to have open hearts. Show me if there's anything in here that is wrong, Father, so that I can grow in wisdom and promote humility in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. How, oh my gosh, I already messed up. I put how top find peace, and I meant to say how to find peace. Okay, here we go. How to find peace. This is a term the world and unbelievers, I even hear them use uh, that term, and it breaks my heart to see the enemy at work there, totally fooling them, and then they will not find peace if it is not from their heavenly father, and the enemy continues to take them down a path of destruction when they don't even know it. This is a sidetrack, but do I believe God works behind the scenes in that? Absolutely. No doubt. He is the Alpha and the Omega, of, uh, according to Revelation 1.8, Revelation 21.6, and Revelation 22.13. It breaks my heart to see people living in fear, doubt, and insecurity. Peace is something that should reign in our hearts because of what Jesus has done in our relationship with God. Here are some verses I want to share on how to find peace. Then we will go deeper into that by looking at the context and also breaking the verse down. The prophet Isaiah said in uh, chapter 26 verse 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. 
Philippians 4.9, Paul writes, Keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the God of, sorry, I guess I copied and pasted that um, text wrong. It talks about, and the God of peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Luke 2, 13 through 14, suddenly a great assembly of the heavenly forces was with the angel praising God. They said, glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. Job 22, 21 through 22, get along well with God and be at peace. For this something good will come to you receive instruction from god's mouth put god's words in your mind psalm 4 8 i will lie down and fall asleep in peace because you alone lord let me live in safety psalm 119 165 the people who love your instruction enjoy peace and lots of it there's no stumbling for them so, let's go back here. Now, we are going to break down each verse, and this is going to really open your eyes to knowing how to find God's peace wherever you go. Isaiah 26.3 said, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. First things first, Isaiah starts off by saying, God will keep those in perfect peace with those whose minds are steadfast. Let's stop there. What does steadfast mean? The definition of it is resolutely or doodly firm and unwavering. We can see this definition and base it off of this. When a trial comes, when the trial comes on our minds or something that we should be bringing to God, are our minds being straight towards God? Are they going straight to God, doodly firm on God and unwavering when he comes to our mind in these anxious moments? Because the Bible talks about in Proverbs 28, 26, those who trust in themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. The next part talks, the next part in this verse talks about because they trust in you. So let's, okay, Let's back up here because he goes, we just addressed, you will keep in perfect peace with those whose minds are steadfast on you because they trust in you. It's crazy to me that Isaiah is pretty much saying, if we do not trust God, then our minds are not steadfast towards him. Again, I might be wrong on that, guys, but you can back up and look at that and look at that yourself. Ask God to renew your mind in this way. This verse resonates with me so much. When I first started to follow the Lord in my beginning steps, the Lord, um, I told the Lord every day whenever it came to my mind, I trust you. Even when I didn't, even when I didn't. Even when I didn't trust God, I still said it. And here is why God took advantage of those opportunities. He saw that I wanted to grow. I wanted to trust in him. And I wanted to get out of my comfort zone every day and say it. 
I see now God was working more on my mind, being more and more steadfast upon him. And you guys, I look, I look where my trust is with God now. And as God told Habakkuk in the Old Covenant, if I told you what I was doing, you wouldn't believe me. I believe he was saying the same thing when I was putting this into action. I hope this makes sense, you guys, and hope you know my heart is in a position right now of telling you this because I want the best for you and I want you to grow more in the Lord. My heart is in a position of hope and love and that, you guys, I want you to know that, okay? Philippians 4 9 says, Keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me, and me, meaning Paul. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. God is writing to the, uh, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Paul is writing to the Philippians and is saying, if you do everything I have taught you, if you put into practice, actually do it, you will be kept in perfect peace. Because I see so many people have closed hearts from the Lord and they wonder why they perish. Hosea 4.6 talks about that, you guys, because they don't want to listen to their dad, their Abba. Then they don't know why, then, then they don't know what to put into practice and they can't find peace. So from here on out, when you are in a predicament, ask the Holy Spirit to remind you what you need to put into practice or what you need to know. But if there is a memory coming to mind during this time of difficulty or a time of difficulty, I've seen in my experience that that's the Holy Spirit saying, hey, remember this? Let's do this. Let's do, let's do that. Put it into practice. It would be in any given moment you, uh, you've you received wisdom from the Lord throughout anything that comes from God, which could be a conversation with someone about Jesus or the Bible, a Bible study, a sermon you watched, a Bible verse, any given situation, anything. The next verse is one I, I've used in my ministry a few times and a verse you guys have uh, probably heard before, which is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. And Paul says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I love that. Like, I love that part where it just says, let them be known. Instead of, like, it's the way it's worded that way. I just, I just love that. And he goes on and says, And the God of peace which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God is giving us a commandment through a, a commandment, yeah. Um through Paul to us saying, "Do not fear about anything, but instead know the power of prayer and come boldly before my throne." Hebrews 4:16, knowing you are blameless in my sight. Colossians 1:22 and Ephesians 1:4. And if we do this, God's peace is going to guard your hearts and minds. Imagine as if it's like a force field around your hearts and minds. I think that's just so cool to think about, you guys. The context of this verse um, in Philippians is learning how to be content or peaceful in every season of your life. Next verse is Job 22, 21 through 22. And some of us know the story of Job, you guys. And it is, um, it's probably one of my favorite books in the Bible. My favorite is probably Isaiah. That's just me. I love my Bible though. Um, don't get me wrong. Without my Bible, I'd be, 
Um, I don't know what I would do. Uh, I, I'd be a complete fool. So here we go. Get along well with God and be at peace. From this, something good will come to you. Receive instruction from God's mouth. Put God's words in your mind. This passage is pretty clear. Obey God and you'll be at peace. I'll emphasize on that in a second, but it continues and says, if you do not, if you, if, sorry, if you do this, something good is going to come to you in due season. Kind of talks about, um, that kind of connects with, I think that's, uh, Galatians 6, 9. I think so. That's what in due season, if we don't, get tired of doing what is good we will reap a harvest it's somewhere in galatians 6. it goes on and pretty much interprets proverbs 3 5 through 6. lean on his understanding receive instruction from god's mouth put his words in your mind almost like colossians 3 16 where it says let the word of christ dwell in you richly now there now there was a part where it does say get along well with god and be at peace obviously this is old covenant and before you go crazy just hear me out on this. We are in a new we are in a new covenant with God. Now, as it says in Hebrews 8:13 that the old covenant sits on a shelf gathering dust. I've used that verse here on my podcast a few times, you guys. Do I believe this verse still applies to a certain extent? Yes. One verse we can use to balance this out is Romans 5:9. And Paul writes, since we have now been justified by his blood, meaning Jesus, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? I hope this is making sense, you guys. I hope, you know, I, I, well, I just, I try so hard to not be like, you know, get fearful about if I'm making sense or not. If I'm not, then just, you know what? It's like, that's the point where I needed to decrease and God needs to increase. So talk to the Holy Spirit about that. Next verse is Luke 2, 13 through 14. Suddenly, a great assembly of heavenly forces was with the angel praising God. They said, glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors, and he meaning God. Now, this is interpreting, to me, there are a, f- there are a few verses that talk about people God favors and there is one I want to point out and it's Isaiah 66 verse 2 and God says has not my hand made all these things and so they come and so they came into being declares the Lord these are the ones I look on with favor those who are humble and contrite in spirit who tremble at my word I hope you see what I am connecting here So God gives favor to those who are contrite in spirit, which means to be sorrowful in wrongdoing, being humble and tremble at his word, but also gives them peace. Next verse is Psalm 4.8. I will lie down and fall asleep in peace because you alone, Lord, let me live in safety. This verse is connecting with a verse that we just used, Isaiah 26.3. The Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. That is steadfastness. And because David was was this way, who was writing, you know, I really should have reviewed this, oh my gosh. And because David was this way, 
And because David was writing this way in Psalm 4-8, he is falling asleep in peace, being kept in perfect peace. The context of Psalm 4-8 is resting in God. So I hope to see what I just connected there. Psalm 4-8 says, I will lie down and fall asleep in peace because you alone, Lord, let me live in safety. That verse shows that David was steadfast on God because he was a man after God's own heart. Some of you guys know about that. So I just want to show you that's kind of what connects there. You know, it's like, okay, his mind was steadfast on him because he trusted him. And because of that, he got, he just says right here, he's going to keep him in perfect peace. The next verse, Psalm 119, 165 The people who love your instruction enjoy peace and lots of it. There's no stumbling for them. This verse connects with one verse we used in this sermon, Job 22.22. Receive instructions from his mouth and put his words in your mind. Meaning God's, obviously. But another verse that connects with this connects with Psalm 119, 165 is Proverbs 15, 14. In the Passion Translation, it says, Lovers of God hunger after truth, but those without understanding feast on foolishness and don't even realize it. Um, okay, see, and I just, wow. I'm sorry, you guys. I really should have reviewed this. Um, Okay, so my note on that is an open heart before the Lord. Have an open heart before the Lord and you will enjoy peace. Then when you start to learn to have an open heart, it will make you more humble. God's going to work that in you. And that's what God is looking for. I want to end on... um, I want to end here on this and... It's two verses. At the end of this verse, Isaiah writes on how... um, I forget what verse it is in Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah 6. God writes about... Or, I'm sorry, Isaiah writes about how Jesus... He doesn't mention the name of Jesus, but Jesus is what's called the Prince of Peace, you guys. Um, We find our peace in Jesus because he has overcome the world. John 16, 33. The passage that I wanted to use that I didn't put in here, guys, is John 15. And Jesus talks about abiding in him um, and that he is the vine. And it's a very, um, the, uh, what do you, the parable that Jesus used there is a little bit confusing for me to understand. It's something I'm trying to break down and still understand. But um, Jesus just talks about abiding in me and you will be fruitful. Um Abide in Jesus and you're going to feel peace, you guys. What does it mean to abide in Jesus? Have time with him. Have a long time with him. Intimacy. That's something that I've continued to talk about here on my podcast, you guys. That intimacy is so key in your relationship with God. Jesus went away and had his alone time with the Father. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And fasting without prayer is nothing. And we all know Jesus prayed while he was fasting, which means, oh my gosh, look at all the intimacy he was growing in God. And Ephesians 5 tells us to be imitators of God. So, you know, be imitators of Jesus. Um, And we're called to be the salt of the world. You know, people that are different than the people that are in this world because we've been born again. And that everything that um, we were is is gone and that everything in us is, you know, new. You know, Paul writes about it that in 2 Corinthians. So, 
you guys. I I want to share this, and I I, I want you to know that I'm I, I'm gonna do my best to say this with the most humble heart possible. It's really weird. It's something that God and I have personally, but every night, every time it gets dark out for the past maybe three, three and a half years, I, uh, I'd say maybe two and a half to three years actually, every time it gets dark out, um, I feel a lot of peace every time it gets dark out. And for a long time, I didn't know why. And I wanted to know why I enjoyed it. But time went by, and um, I eventually came across Isaiah 26.3, where God goes, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. I saw that verse, and immediately, when I saw this verse, like, you know, after I kept, like, having peace all these nights... I saw that verse and I went, oh my gosh, that's why I feel so much peace. Because the Holy Spirit was reminding me, remember when you first started following God and you kept telling him every day you trust him? God was working behind the scenes to make your mind more steadfast in you. To make my mind more steadfast on God. And you were growing your trust in you. And that's why you're kept in perfect peace. It blew me away, you guys. I was undone. Now... Time went by, and part of me said, I feel like there's another reason, though. I feel like that's not it, and I still feel that way. So time went by, and I came across Philippians 4.9. We know Philippians 4.13. We know that's great, you know, but we've got to be able to um, really be hungry to know the word, you guys. This is incredibly important, and, you know, you obviously know that. I hope you do. But... You know, Paul writes about in Philippians 4 9 to put into practice things that you've learned from him. And if you do that, the God of peace will be with you. So after I found out about Isaiah 26 3 and Philippians, um, I, I saw Philippians 4 9. And once I saw that, in a matter of like half a second, the Holy Spirit reminded me of about a, like, I'm not going to say a thousand, but a bunch of times when I put things into practice that I learned from the past. Whether it was me personally doing something in my relationship with God or I was passing on wisdom to someone else that I've learned from the past. And I thought, that's why I feel so much peace at night. Now, don't get me wrong. I have felt more peace during the day this year than last year. But that's also because I've done John 15. I've continued to grow in intimacy with God, you guys. And again, I want you to know my heart that... The reason I've been able to do this is because I've had an open heart before God for correction and that I've had a humble heart. But if you don't have an open heart before God, I, I promise you, you will walk away from God. And I say that with the most, um, with the most love my heart can pour out, you guys. Everything I ever say on this podcast, whether I know you or not, because Paul's doing the same thing. You know, we never met Paul, but he's still showing us love through his letters. Is the Bible not God's love letter to us? If God was not a, you know, if a, a good dad corrects his children. So, um, you guys, I just, 
you know, and it's crazy to me seeing that I did those things and God still gave me peace behind the scenes even when I didn't know that verse. And it points to 2 Timothy 2.13 where it talks about um, God cannot be false to himself. So, I hope you guys, I want you to know my heart. I, I can't repeat myself enough, you guys. I can't. Um, seriously, we're going, you know, we're almost going on 30 minutes here. But I, I just, I love to do these things, you guys. There's, there, there, and, and you know what? It's also, it's not all, it's not just like me being able to have an open heart. But it's also, you know, before God. But it's also, um, the Holy Spirit's going to work in my heart that I cannot ignore. He's given me a grace that I can, that, that I, that I don't, I mean, well, I mean, we have free will, but he's done a work in my heart that has been incredibly hard to ignore. And it's helped me to be more humble because he's so faithful and so kind and so patient, you guys, you know, we know the verse in Isaiah where it talks about as high as the heavens are from the earth, so are my ways different than yours. And gosh, you know, so many people take that verse out of context, you guys. That verse, what it's at, and I've said this before on one of my other episodes, you guys, but the context of that verse, you guys, is um, these people are talking to God and they're like, these people are just sinning and sinning and sinning. Why don't you pour your judgment out? Why don't you pour your wrath out? And God goes, because my ways are different than yours. My thoughts are not your thoughts. They are higher than yours. As high as the heavens are from the earth. And my gosh, that's pretty high. So, um, yeah, guys, let's close in prayer here. And I, I, I let let me decrease and the Holy Spirit increase in your life because that's going to promote humility in my heart. If this stuff didn't make sense to you, um, talk to the Holy Spirit about it. He'll show you what to do. Um, I'm going to really do my best from here on out to review my messages, you guys. Sometimes I just get really stressed out. So, please... If you could pray about that for me. And um, yeah, so let's just close in prayer here. Mm, I just hear the Father saying, My truth reigns forevermore. That He's coming back for His bride. Father, I pray for anyone that's listening to this that has not confessed sin to you. Father, I confess it to you. I pray it would be forgiven and forgotten, Father. Lord, there's a reason you're putting breath in our lungs. You have amazing plans for, for us here on earth. But Father, help us not to hold on to our lives here on earth that one day we're going to be with you if we are faithful till the end. And help us to be faithful, Father, for you have been so faithful to us. And what you did on that cross, God, that you stepped down from glory and came down as a human to pay for... God, that you changed it all. Let us find reverence in our hearts in those moments, Father. We fear you. Remind us the wisdom we need to know tonight, Father, and give us peace, Lord. Give us a new, a new sight of your Holy Spirit. 
lead us, Father. Thank you that you lie us down in green pastures, Papa. Thank you. That you're so kind, God. So kind. Father, I pray that we would hate what you hate and love what you love. Change our hearts, God. Help us to be more open before you, Lord, that we would always be hungry for fresh insights. That we would remember that wisdom is better than muscle. But that we would treat our bodies as temples for those who are messing around with sexual immorality. Father, I pray your grace to be poured out that they wouldn't take it for advantage and that we would do what Paul said and and not to just keep on sinning while expecting grace habitually. Father, let the motive of my heart be true from here on out, Father. In everything that I do for you, Father, for those who are struggling with sexual integrity issues and lust or pornography or masturbation, Father, that that intimacy that they need with you would rise and you would change their hearts, that you would remove the heart of stone that Jeremiah talked about and give them the heart of flesh that Ezekiel talked about. We would know your word. We would abide in you tonight, Lord, and find peace in that, that our minds would be steadfast on you. You're coming back for us, God. You're coming back. You're coming back for us, God, to save us. You're going to save us from the Antichrist and the false prophet. You're going to save us from the mark of the beast. You're going to save us, God. We're going to be caught up, and we're going to be with you. We're going to reign with you. And that your word says that, that those who overcome will be able to sit on your throne. Jesus, we bow at your feet. We thank you for your mercy. I thank you that you came in complete truth and grace. Thank you for your love, Father. Help us to have open hearts. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. As you guys know, um, Tuesdays, obviously, I just gave a message on um, on Fridays. Um, I'm going to be coming with a prophetic poem, and what that exactly is, is I'm going to be reading to you what the Father is saying to you over the week. I do have a prophetic gift that the Lord's given me, how I found out about that. For those of you that don't know, um, I went to Bethel School of Supernatural Discipleship. That is their sister college in Eureka, California. Their main college is the one in Reading, for those of you that have heard about that. And a lot of teachers there told me that they saw the prophetic on me. Um, I got a lot of words on that. And I just, um, in that moment, in those days, in that season of my life, I didn't know that uh, Paul wrote about, wrote about pursuing the gifts, but I did that. I pursued um, the prophetic and I just, the Lord continued to show me that this gift was on me and I used it. And 
Um, the Lord just continued to confirm with me that um, he's gifted me with that. So that's what I do on Fridays, you guys. And then on Sundays, I read a journal, just being really vulnerable with you and sharing with you how my week was. And um, yeah, this is uh, season three, episode two. And uh, I just, gosh, you guys, I just pray that I would decrease and God would increase because ultimately I'm drawing you closer to him that I'm, I'm just, I'm made of dust, you know, as it talks about in Genesis. So it's like, you know, of course there's flesh and bone and blood, but you know, it says in Genesis that God made man from dust. So, and, uh, you know, one thing I want to leave you guys with is a verse in Ecclesiastes where it talks about a lot of the, a lot of stuff. I think it's Ecclesiastes or maybe it's, uh, I forget. And it talks about how, um, everyone's life everyone's life is just smoke and that eventually you're gonna you're gonna die and uh, that people think that uh, you know they'll remember you but they just won't they'll go on with their lives um, you know we get reminded of certain events that happened throughout the past you know 10 12 years or whatever but do we really remember it? No, because we're living in the present. We're looking at what's going on now. And that's not like, you know, putting you, it's not like, you know, Solomon's writing to put you guys down, but it's just saying like, you know, it's almost like pointing where Jesus talked about forgetting about yourself and put other people first. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to Santini's Daily Dose podcast. This is your friend, Josiah. God bless you.